This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello there. Happy Monday. Lori and Julia show. My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. We're before the show is over today and each day this week. We are going to play one of our favorite games, Guess the Celebrity Voice, and we're going to be giving you a chance to win tickets to see the incredibly lovely and talented Sarah Bareilles. She's going to be in town in mid-October. Yes. Coming up. Thanks, Donnie. She's fantastic. She is. Okay, so um, Stephanie now has joined us. Stephanie Hansen. Hi. Hi. We're going to we're having a revolving door here today. Um, thanks for coming in. I um, am happy to be here, and I just want the listeners to know you are sporting the University of Virginia sweatshirt. Yes, yes I, I am. I uh, I was out this weekend uh, calves. recording a podcast on Saturday from Butcher and Boar, and then I just have to say... How could you even hear? We couldn't. No, the I... Virginia people are very loud, <laughs> and I was saying to one of them, you folks are kind of loud. He goes, yeah... There's like chanting going on in the airports. There's some sort of call. There is a call. Yes. Yes. And it just seems to just be very Kathy Del Rosso used loud. to live there in Charlottesville, our friend. So okay. I, I spend I've been there a couple times. Yeah. And, um whenever I travel, I buy a sweatshirt for the kids. And I this do one, like the orange. This one is oh gosh, you should see how the people deck out. I went to one of their tailgates for a football game. We were just it it's way more extreme than here because they don't have all the other pro teams right, and everything. Yes, and right. it was just the we sat with these women. We just fell in love with them and their accents and just their party play. I mean, we went to a little bit of the game, but we just sat with them because <laughs> yeah, they were so That's entertaining. Funny. And I was just so in shock of how people go to town. You know, the well, tailgate is more fun than the game. Really, it's like that in Lincoln too, isn't it? Yeah, oh, Lincoln. Yeah. And yeah. Skyler, or, or anywhere in Nebraska, really, for the what the Huskers? The is Huskers. that what they're the called, the football yeah. team? Oh, yeah. I went to my first game with this fall there. I was The here. stadium is gigantic. Yes, it is. It's incredible that it's not like a pro team. <laughs> so and, you know, not to weigh in on the whole, should we be paying the athletes like they're professional athletes, but wow, should we be paying them? Don't oh. you think? Oh, I'm not. We're not going down that path right now. <laughs> it is slippery and it is long. Is it? Slope, and we yeah. have so many other paths right now. Okay, so Michelle Pfeiffer, who we've not heard from forever. She's fantastic. Who looks so gorgeous. She was on the Today Show this morning and um, she's got a new fragrance line. Oh. So here she is um, talking about it. And then I just want to, I have a couple questions for sure. you. 
the cool thing about you is you're walking around here a little bit. You're talking to Jen and you're like, I'm so excited. It's my first day, too. Mm. This new business. And venture. I didn't sleep either. <laughs> it's a real first for you. It is. It is. It's been a long time in the making, too. Uh, about 20 years ago um, when I became a new mom. Yeah. Um, like a lot of new parents, I started uh, paying more attention to the products that I was exposing sure. my kids to and um, began to look for safer options for the family. Mm -hmm. And 20 years ago, that was a bigger challenge than it is today. Sure. The climate is very different now, but um, at some point I came across the Environmental Working Group's um, Skin Deep database. I'm uh -huh. not sure if you're familiar with it, but it's an incredible tool for consumers so to I use. And I went down the rabbit hole. Okay, so when she says, you know, when I had my kids, I just was so interested and worried about what it went in their mouth. I'm like, were Lunchables not available where she grew up? You would think. <laughs> you know, come on. Come on. Come no on. Lunchables. Get with, with the program, yeah. that processed turkey that yeah. you didn't even know what it was. Cheese, come it wasn't on. cheese. I know cheese, the good old <laughs> cheese. Um, so what she she's talking about is um, that she has this new line out. And it is called Henry Rose, and it's the middle names of both of her kids. She must have a boy and a girl. And she went on a, um, Donnie, is this the next? I don't uh, even no. want to hear it from her. I'd rather tell you myself. Okay. She went on a 10-year hiatus from wearing perfumes because she found out about all the poisonous things. Or, you know, by going to that website, Environmental Working Group Skin Deep. Mm-hmm that all of the perfumes that she liked had so many bad chemicals in them for her. So she, for 10 years, didn't wear a perfume. And I was wondering, I didn't even think about perfumes, because I know you think about makeup, you think about deodorants and parabens and, yeah. and yeah, some yeah. other stuff, but I never thought of perfumes. So she has these five unisex scents um, inspired. They're safe and sustainable. Um, and I wonder if they... You know, I wonder if they're better, good for more than a year if they don't. You know what I mean? Yes. So anyway, she's got all these. They're 120 bucks a piece for her first. Now, is that a lot in the perfume world? It's more than the norm. Okay. I would like it. You know, my new size that I like to buy are the ones that are little like a mascara stick. That the roller they balls? Yeah, for 20 bucks or the yeah. sprays. I like that. that I like it the, too because I get bored with the fragrance yeah. after. You keep it in your purse. You know, you can use it with your eye makeup, put on some eye makeup, put on a little splash. That Sephora has this thing where you get little sample sizes and then you get to order the larger size. Mm. I love that. They do that at like holidays or Mother's Day. Oh, right. Okay. Isn't it? Here's what I think is really going on with Michelle Pfeiffer, incidentally. She took a lot of time off to raise her kids and yeah. now she's like she's an empty entering nest and she her She says, I need act. something to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she says, she says that, Donnie. Yeah. Did she say that in one of these? Did she, she get does. divorced, too? No, no she's no. still no. with David the, E. Kelly. Okay, yeah, he's the guy. Yep. Which he's one, the guy. Which let's one do, do you want? Let's do number three. She's talking okay. about some um, big roles that she's turned down. Hoda wants to ask her about. You know, I was watching an interview that you did, a reading one, and I was thinking about all the cool role, roles you've done. I said, my gosh, Michelle's done all the greatest roles. And then someone, I think you said that your agent one time called you, referred to you as like Dr. No, because you turned down a lot of roles, mm. too. Mm -hmm. Okay, I just want to make sure that I'm right on this. No, that's maybe, correct. Okay, Pretty Woman, you turned that one down? You know, I don't know that I want to go through the list of the things oh. I turned down. <laughs> oh, really? She did. Because <laughs> there are so many. 
How many? How, how much time do exactly. we have? Well, the list I saw, like Thelma and Louise, it's like yeah. basic instinct. And you know, the a lot thing of is, ones. yeah, okay, those are all correct. But the thing is, and it, it, a lot of time, there's there are so many reasons that go into yeah. turning something down. It's not necessarily because you don't want to do it. Yeah. It's because other it's, things happen. There's a constant. The timing. You're right. committed to something else. You have something. And um, I've turned down so typically many it was something job. like that. Ooh, marriage yeah. proposals. Stop it. Mm -hmm. Just stop it. Book deals. Yeah, Think of everything. Trips. We've, trips. Think European of every, travel. Everything I've turned down because of this job. But she, she's got some other things she's working. She's going to be in one of the Avengers uh, movie. She's in Endgame. I don't. She's Janet Van Dyne, and she's in Maleficent again. She's, she's kind of prickly. You think really? so? A little bit. She was just kind of, her face though, I watched it when she said, do we have to talk about that? Kind of was kind of cute. Like, I know. Well, and you know, she is married to this very successful Hollywood producer. Yep, David. So, yep. you know, money wasn't an issue and she and him probably made some kind of deal about who could work and right. who was going to stay with the kids and all of that is great. I, I would have liked to hear more about that. Yeah, but she didn't. I know. She didn't want to go there. I know. No. Yeah. But it's sort of, it's kind of fake, right? Well, I don't think it's right. fake. It's just, she said she know. spent spending 10 years trying to make perfume. Come on. It doesn't take you that long. <laughs> it doesn't. You're Jenna, such a cynic. Jessica, well, Jessica Simpson could get it done. Well, Jessica Simpson was smart as ever. I'm saying she's a mogul. She got it done. She did. She did. And so did uh, that other gal who did the Honest brand that I felt like she did overnight. Oh, Jessica Alba. Yeah. Yeah. Right and the Britney bank. Spears has had a million. Like people Set, do yeah. this. Paris Hilton. Oh God! But <laughs> safe and sustainable. I'm wondering how many safe and sustainable scents are out there. I'll look during All the right, break. We'll look. Okay. All right, when we come back, okay. Um, I'm going to tell you what the meaning of life is. Huh? You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. He's dying. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> you share with the rest of the class? Well, okay. no, not really. All right, fine. Okay, we're just talking about the secret of happiness. So I, oh, I just, Deepak Chopra for years. I've kind of been in and out. I went and saw him speak once. I had his book. Are I, you on his team? I like Team him. Deepak. I like him. I like his calm demeanor. I like what he says. So anyway, he was on the Today Show this morning, and this morning, this week is all about distressing. So I thought this is a good segment. Turn it up, people, if you want to hear about distressing. And okay. I took very copious um, notes. I did, and I didn't want Donnie to go get the audio because I get sick of hearing. I mean, when we have it, we can just tell no, you. No, I appreciate so, that. So basically. They're asking, um, you know, how do we get rid of stress? How can we live a stress-free life? And so here's what stress is. Okay. Stress is the perception of a threatening thought. And if you don't identify with it, being out there, there's no stress. So stress is literally the perception of a threatening thought. Okay. And then that makes your cortisol react? Yeah, and everything. And that's what... So it sends people in a whack. perception of, of a, a threatening, threatening thought. Mm -hmm. Deep, 
But think of that. Because what are you stressed about? I get stressed like, are my kids going to do good in school? Are they going to do this? Are well, people going to drive safe? Are people going to... I guess, are you going to like perform I'm late. Well? I'm late. I'm driving in traffic. I mean, think of the things. Yeah. I got, this is due tomorrow, blah, blah. It's always the... Per- yeah, but how do you get around that? Well, you don't spend any time there. Well, oh, here, I'm going to tell you. Because now that's what stress is. And I thought, wow, that's just kind of a nice little bundle to put it in. It's the perception of a threatening thought. Okay. Okay, pause. And... Then they wanted to know, well, how do you get peace of mind? That's the next question. And he says, there's no such thing. This is Deepak Chopra. People have their own, can have your, everyone believe what you want. There's no such thing as peace of mind. It's an oxymoron. Moron. Peace is when there is an absence of thought. Oh, oh so hmm. almost like silence or meditation yep. or yep. finding the quiet space. Yep. That's when you have peace. Yep. Ooh, that. Okay. Works for me. Yeah. I thought that was a good one. Yeah. I just wrote down. Do you ever just like have silence in your life? Oh, I med- I started meditating again after I was going you crazy are, about. Y- yeah. You are one things. of the good people that have done that. Well, we took, Lori and I took TM, mm-hmm. Transcendental Meditation years ago, but I quit doing it forever. And I just noticed that I had to start doing it against some things, anxiety and stress, the perception of threatening thoughts that haven't even happened yet. I was getting into yeah. that mode. So. How long do you do it for every day? You have to, I don't do it every day because that would be mean that I'm consistent at something, which if anyone knows me, <laughs> causes stress. That's not my that's MO. Right, yes. But, but I, you can do it 20 minutes. You can do it 10 minutes. And, and here's one that's just so easy that he said, and he had them all do it. And if you, there's, you just, you look at something and focus on it. Okay. So I'm looking at you, Stephanie, and okay. I'm focusing on you and you just make your eyes go soft and that doesn't mean shutting them. It means if you ever shut your eyes and look between your eyes, you kind of have a third eye. It kind of looks funny. Have you ever done that? Just shut your eyes, both of you. Okay. I'm so un- untrained for this. But now oh, pretend you're opening your eyes without opening them, but inside your eye and you're looking in between your eyes. Okay. I see the third eye. Hmm. Third eye blind. <laughs> Three blind do, do, mice. Do, do, but anyway, do, 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 anyway, do, do, but he says, do, do. so then you, so you focus on something and then you make your eyes go soft. Yeah. Which doesn't mean shutting them always. It just means focus. And then think about other places around you and then pause and then do it again. If you do that like four times a day, just focus on something and just relax and then focus on the... It's weird. It's just weird stuff. But here was the other thing that I just really thought was cool. Because one of them he talked about was um, breathing through different nostrils. (laughs) And I thought, okay. How do you do that? I can do it. This one just blew me away. And I'm like, who knows how to do that? Yeah. So you put your hands um, underneath your armpits. You cross your arms and put your hands underneath your armpits with your like thumbs. Okay. Mary Shannon thumbs from Mary Shannon, Mary Catholic you, Gallagher. Yeah, but you keep your thumbs out. Okay. Thumbs out. Okay. okay got it. And then you breathe in slowly four times for four seconds and you breathe out for four seconds. Okay. Now you flip your arm so your other arm is on top of the other arm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. And just by doing that movement and breathe in for four seconds and out for four seconds, you're switching, you're using alternative sides, you're using both sides of your brain. Oh. Huh. Isn't well, that that's a weird one? Yeah. Okay, now here's the meaning of life, and I'm all done with this. I'm going to go on to very important things like Franzia's coming out with small mini box drawings. Oh, I saw that. I know. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. 
Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <laughs> okay, so here, here's what he said. Our world is in sympathetic overdrive which makes people anxious there's too much going on there's too much being thrown at it you see too much you look too much blah 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 blah. and as far as social media goes and all that stuff just schedule a time for it but don't do it all day and that'll give you some you know de-stress some quiet breaks some quiet breaks so here's here's what he said the purpose of our existence is to maximize the experience of joy and happiness to maximize capacity where we love to unleash our potential and be happy. You're going to have to run that by me again. All right. The purpose There's of our existence there. is to maximize the experience of joy and happiness. Okay. And our capacity to love and unleash our potential. Hmm. Okay. It's so positive. I, yes. <laughs> I don't feel that positive all the time. I know, but that's a really... I just thought... I'm more I of a those, negative Nancy. No, yeah. I think... It's to maximize the experience of joy and happiness and to maximize the capacity for love and unleash our potential. There you go. That's it. Okay. Maybe it's like to take care of others and to well, part of that is your capacity to maximize your capacity for others. Loving people, caring about people. That mm-hmm. makes you feel good. Being well, a good yeah. human. Yeah. That does make you feel good. Yes. All right. Sorry that I was so woo 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 woo. No, I like it. But I I was I liked him today. I like I, him too. I really like him. I, I know. Namaste. <laughs> I saw my third eye. I don't even know if that's what it, it is. It is kind of. I know exactly what you're I'm talking gonna about. I'm going to be made fun of on another show for this. I know it. But no, I you're just, not. It's okay. We don't care. Let them make fun. Would you like is, me to send in this no, section of the no, show? No. <laughs> but I really do like the thought, if people are stressed out all the time, stress is the perception of a threatening thought. It's not even happening. Well, in so that. many I respects... When I'm wound up about something, it's not about what's happening. No, it's, it's about, about what could happen, what it's might future. happen. What if this happens or what if that right. happens? Right. I have a threatening thought like, right. oh my gosh, there's just too much and I get stressed out about all the things that well, could go wrong. That's what, for me, for anxiety. Yes. Typically, anxiety is what's called catastrophic thoughts. When right away you think the worst is going to happen. Right. And that leads to tremendous anxiety. And you realize there's no logic behind that right. at all. Well... If you grew up in a family of people that use well, alcohol or drugs, <laughs> that is Maybe what's behind that. That, that was and just it behind door number sense. three. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Completely, because you never knew what was going to happen next or who, how your people were going to show up. Were they going to be fine, not fine? Were you going to have fun for yourself? Oh, you must have a terrible anxiety. Then. Yes, <laughs> frankly. It can be crippling. <laughs> For people, but anyway, all right, thanks for letting me tell you all about that. I liked it, Julia. Thank you, Len. All right, so when we come back after Holly tells us all about the traffic, 
We're going to either get to the crime portion of our show, People Behaving Badly, <laughs> or... I like crime. New segment, I guess. Or we're going to find out about if this middle school teacher should have been fired for taking a selfie. Huh. See, everywhere I go, I got a million different people trying to kick it, but I'm still alone in my mind. Of a threatening thought. We've just had our soul cleansing mm. portion of the show. Now we're going to move on to this. I was, I am unreasonably upset about this headline that I saw last week. About the teacher? Yeah. Yeah. I saw so it it's too. a middle school teacher was fired after a student obtained her topless selfie. She's now suing for gender discrimination. And what basically happened, it was a New York middle school teacher. Okay. She's suing. The district after she was fired for a topless selfie that was obtained by a student. She took a photo of herself. The teacher's name is Lauren Miranda, two first names. She had taken a photo of herself two years ago and sent it to her then boyfriend, who I also think was a teacher. Oh, I think so. Okay. Um, But she two years ago. okay, Okay. Took a selfie, topless selfie, sends it to her boyfriend. So. A while ago, I don't think this was long ago, she was called down to the office of the school she teaches at. Um, but she had kind of heard that there was a rumor going on that a student had a photo of her topless. And she's like, that can't be. No way. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know? So she was sure it wasn't her. Like, how would anyone have a photo of me? Exactly. Um, yeah. But the principal pulled it up on his computer to confirm her identity. And she realized, yep, that's me. And so um, she was fired. She was fired from the school, so she plans to sue the district and the administrators for $3 million for unlawful gender discrimination, saying no male teachers have been reprimanded for being shirtless in the gym or school swimming pool. She feels like she's being singled out as a woman, which I think is interesting. I just think you take a selfie and send it to someone you're having a relationship and somehow a kid gets a hold of it from him. I don't know, but why should she be fired? Well... I'll be just the devil's advocate. They don't know how that kid got that selfie. They don't know that it couldn't have come from her directly. Oh, they da, probably I didn't even, have, of course, I never even thought of those things. They probably have standards and a handbook and all kinds of stuff that spells out. I never even thought that maybe she sent it to the kid. I never even thought that. That seems insane for her to have done that. I'm Senator sure it student. seems insane. Talk to Mary jo, jo Letourneau. But yeah. then how did, so how did the kid get the well, photo? we don't know. Well, so that's what's going to happen in court. We're going to find out. All right, right. I didn't even think of that, so we're moving on. Her gender discrimination part. I don't get it. I think that that part's weak. But I was just thinking, if you take a photo of yourself and send it to someone and it ends up on a kid's lap, I never even thought of her sending it to the kid. Did she have an inappropriate relationship with the teacher? And that's how the kid got it. Like, how did the kid get it? Well, right, that's the great mystery. Look at you who does. Thank you for being here because I you are going to be on our Perry Mason team. <laughs> yes, I am a sleuth. Had I, I thought of all out. those sleuth. questions ahead of time, I wouldn't have embarrassed myself and talked about no, it. No, not at all. But we're going to move on right now to Felicity Huffman in our crime segment. And 12 others plead guilty in the college admissions scandal. Um, thank you, Donnie. <laughs> 
Lori's name isn't in there, is it? No. You know why? No, She's got she such hasn't. a big freaking ego. That, no, no, no. It's She was Felicity Huffman and people on the lower end of the dollar exchange uh-huh. were probably allowed to plead guilty if they cooperate as right. the witness. Okay. Lori Laughlin's 500, half a million dollars was such a significant amount of money. They're going to go after her and try to get her to do jail time. Well, interesting that you said that because an attorney last week on one of the morning programs says it doesn't matter. They still committed a crime. It doesn't yeah, matter how much you paid to get exactly. the good seats That's so at true. the basketball game. If you got yours for free or right. 10 dot bucks and someone had to pay a half if a million. The crime is the crime. The, right. So that is an, I kind of think, I feel like her signing autographs last week and doing all that other crazy stuff, I feel like, she, I don't know. She that did she, not help her case at all. It didn't. I, I think was if like, the judge saw that, he'd be like, really? Right. Not taking this very seriously, are you? And, and while and a crime is a crime, whether, whether it's a 15000 or a half a million dollar crime, you still, as the prosecutor, you need some people to give evidence. You need some people to corroborate that the evidence. The prosecutor wants Felicity to go to jail. Wants these people to go to jail, but it's up to the judge. Yeah, that's right. And the judge isn't going to send those people to jail, but the judge is going to hold out for those higher volume people. I don't think that's necessarily true. That he won't send her to some Martha Stewart, Teresa Judice. I think she should serve. Let me read you her. I feel bad for her. I feel terrible, but I, I, I. Part of me can see it, but part of me thinks I would. How do you go that far and cheat for your kids? That's I can just so see it. dumb. I okay, here's what I she says. Bad. Here's her on the record statement that Felicity Huffman issued today, and she paid fifteen thousand dollars for someone after her child had taken her ACT test in another location away from the kids because she had learning disabilities, quote unquote. We don't know if that's true or not. Right. And the person changed her daughter's answers. Right. So here's what she said. I am in full acceptance of my own guilt. And with deep regret and shame over what I've done, I accept full responsibility for my actions and will accept the consequences that stem from those actions. I am ashamed of the pain I have caused my daughter, my family, my friends, my colleagues, and the educational community. I want to apologize to them, and especially, I want to apologize to the students who work hard every day to get into college, and to their parents who make tremendous sacrifices to support them and do so honestly. And then here's the other part. My daughter knew absolutely nothing about my actions. And in my misguided and profoundly wrong way, I have betrayed her. And that's the part that I wouldn't get over as a kid. This transgression towards her and the public, I will carry for the rest of my life. My desire to help my daughter is no excuse to break the law or engage in dishonesty. I think that's the thing. Betraying your kid and saying, you're not enough. I'm going to go in behind you and change your answers. I'm going to do the mop up. I mean, that's just terrible. I can see it though. I know this is not a popular opinion, and I am, no. I have I have empathy towards her, and I have tons of and empathy have, for the kids that didn't get seats in that college because her kid was filling it. I have empathy on all sides. If anyone wants to weigh in, give us a buzz six five one six four one one zero seven one. The stuff that you do for your kids and the wound upness, which is not the right word, but you know how you get so wound up about like Johnny's be, SAT and Mary's soccer they've scores. They've got to make the and, traveling team and they've got to make yes, this and, and they've got to do that. Yeah, but, yeah. but this one to me, I mean, I was wound up in everything as every other parent. This one to me though. It's cheating, but but I would never go this far. Okay, but just being the devil's advocate here, I never knew it was available. Yes, no, someone someone comes someone by and that says, me. "Hey, no, it's like Bernie Madoff. No. Hey, yeah. 
you know, if you give this guy your money, you'll get a 20% return versus a 3% return you're getting with your guy. You don't necessarily know all the ins and outs, but you're like, oh, I think this well. is fundamental parenting, though, to, on something to get them into a college where they shouldn't be going because they don't do good enough on the score. And then you put them in a Let's different Let's face situation. facts. Most of our kids have issues. Like some of these kids going to college shouldn't be in college. That's just for <laughs> sure. I love how you I mean, it's just true. To the I sometimes chase. wonder if my kid should be in college. It's it's hard. It's meant to be hard. Mm-hmm. If it's easy, then everyone would do it, and not everyone's supposed to be doing it because you know what? We still need electricians and plumbers and waitresses and all the other people that run the world. Right. Not just the college graduates right. that have their hundred and fifty thousand dollar degree and then go be a plumber, right. a waitress, and somebody who runs the world. Yep. We're getting a lot of calls on this. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you want to weigh in on Felicity Huffman. 12 others pleaded guilty with her and Lori Laughlin. I don't know. I just think, how is she not pleading guilty? Well, they guilty? may make the example of her. Yep. You know, I it, they may make the example of her and I guarantee you if it was somebody who wasn't a celebrity, it would probably, I don't know, this could be one of those cases where would it be a bigger deal or less of a deal? Yep. It could go either way. Does anyone want to talk? We have Julie who is a school psychologist. Oh, hi, Julie. Like Julie! Hello. Yes. Thanks. Hi. Tell us what you think. Well, um, I'm relating this down to the level of, um, you know, advanced classes in high school or mm-hmm. middle school. Right. And and it relates to it because parents are pushing their kids and getting angry um, at the school um, if they do not allow their kids in advanced classes. Right. The AP when, stuff and everything, yep. Yes, yes. They It puts so much pressure on the kids, and you have to let the students, the, the child's ability to speak for themselves because it directly aligns them with what career path they need to take. You know, it doesn't do, any, doesn't do them any good to push them into something that is not their natural, you know, strength. Sure. Or, and so just, just it's, it's very frustrating to me um, because of the effect on the kids. Um, and this, this happens at the, you know, at the middle school and high school level too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's just very disappointing, yeah. Right, and and I you, think, it, so what, I think you know, to your point, Julie, the cream will rise to the top in, in certain areas of life in general. Sure. If it's education, if it's this, that wasn't my sweet spot. Uh, by any means, I mean, but no, you know but what I here mean. You are, you know, you're but everyone can figure it to tell out. A story, but yep. I think the pressure and everything. I mean, I remember that, um, you know, having your kids in piano, violin, Chinese, yeah. um, whether you know, they want to be or not, German, blah 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 blah. Yeah. No, the over scheduling. I wanted my kids to be in immersion school, but I thought it was, you know, I wanted all that, but I didn't. I was too lazy. If the bottom. <laughs> Well, my parents are being lazy to be a full-time working person. No, I know. That you can't coordinate all the activities and the after-school stuff. My goodness. My kid went to day camp. The reason she went there is because I couldn't take her to pottery and French and all the things throughout (laughs) the day because I had to work. You're a bad parent, too. All right, let's take Aaron's call, and then we're going to still talk about this if people want to weigh in, so stick with us through the break. Um, Aaron, what are your thoughts on the Felicity Huffman, the college cheating scandal? Well, it makes me really upset, obviously, but... Julia, I'm very confused when you say that you don't think the kids knew anything about it because Lori Laughlin's kids 
went on a photo shoot with crew equipment. How would you explain that to your children? Okay, on I... Hand, how, would you, how would you tell your kid, oh, you get to take your ACT over here in this place all by yourself, and you get to take four hours, if the kid knows they've never had a learning disability in their lives? Well, There's something going on there that the kid does need to take responsibility for, and you get to a point where you're like, I don't necessarily need to agree with or go along with every single thing my parents do or want me to do. Now, wait a second, because I'm I not privy to... Because I don't know that that's a fact either that I said, Aaron. The kids um, are supposedly saying, the two girls of Lori Laughlin are supposedly saying they did not know. Of course they're saying that because it makes them look terrible that they did know. Yep. But how, how would you convince your two children to go have a photo shoot like that to be on the crew team? And also, do your children never look at the mail that comes or whatever what i'm saying. sure if you were what I, I got a scholarship to college the college uh-huh. sent tons of this episode is brought to you by snapple welcome to the snapple market auditory experience close your eyes imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store you make your way to the back and reach for your favorite snapple flavor you can't wait you take a sip whoa that's a lot of flavor what flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Stuff to my I house. I see what right. you're saying. Yeah, There's I see your point. Where. But the I crew think team photo. I and see Aaron, what you're saying. I, right. see, I see it, but I think with Felicity Huffman's kids, um, we don't. I don't know the background on everything. I do know that she was allowed to take the test at a different location. I, if my yes, parents kids talk, and I guess I just feel like we don't know the story on everything, but I don't think that it's fair to say. None of the kids knew anything. I, I, I disagree, and I don't know that I've said that, that none of them have known anything, but I do. I but, think it would be hard to keep it a secret th- There is There is something in the in today, sorry, caller, Aaron, that it, it seems like that Lori Lachlan's daughter was aware yes. of what was going on with the rowing stuff. Okay, yep. Right. She knew. Right, so to your point, but I don't know that Felicity Huffman's uh, daughter knew what was going no, on. No, that we can't speak to. No, no. I said Lori's. Oh, but, okay. Oh, but yeah. you said the okay. special testing center. I was just relating that to Felicity because I don't know if the other one did that too. But thank you for your well, call. I mean, I just think a kid would know if they qualify for that or not. They talk to their friends. They take. They do. They would know if if suddenly you were like, oh, you know what? I'm going to let you take it over here, and it's going to you know you get six hours, and everybody else just gets three or wh- I'm gonna whatever. I'm going to go with you on the rowing photos, but I'm probably not going to go with you on the testing piece because. Chances my, are they get my kid we, would know. accommodations yeah. all the time something. being yeah. celebrities. But uh, thank you. We Aaron, I'm so sorry. We we're running up against the clock here. We, we do have to go. But thank you for thank you for calling. I mean, yeah. and people stay on the line if we still want to talk. This is a hot button for everybody. Um six five one six four one one oh seven one. We will be right back. back all right, we we are having a very good conversation about We're talking about cheating for your kids and for all of us that, you know, helped your kid on a paper or your kid had to go to bed early and they didn't have all their math problems done. And I Felicity don't know if I Huffman, actually did that, but I feel like I could have done it. Oh, I couldn't do them. 
Because I couldn't do their math past fifth grade. <laughs> Felicity Huffman and 12 others pleaded guilty today. And she has, um, on pleading guilty, has an apology in full acceptance of her guilt. She's ashamed of the pain and said her daughter knew absolutely nothing about her actions. Okay, let's talk to um, Cindy. Cindy, you're on my talk 1071. Hi, Cindy. Hi. Hi. What are your thoughts on all of this stuff? Well, um, it's sad that parents need to do these things, period. Yeah. yeah. And the high school, I have kids who are long out of high school, but there was definitely a culture of got to go to college and take all the advanced classes and parents, you know, sending them to these courses to practice the SAT or the ACT. I did that. Me too. Our kids, they got to practice once. And they they took it once, and they could take it again. Um, it was enough, you know. They got respectable scores, but they weren't, you know, definitely, you know, like the stellar academic all stars. But uh, what's wrong went, with you, Cindy? <laughs> I, well, we're one of those parents who like to think their kids can think for themselves. Absolutely, yes, amen. and and it worked out. I mean, one. Uh, they both went to school here at the at the U, and they the the school that my younger daughter graduated from. She ended up as a chemical engineer, but she would have she started out as a liberal arts, and her scores would have never gotten her into that school. But she went for a year and and transferred. And awesome. a lot of people don't realize that you know you don't you can go to community college for a couple of years. Oh, exactly. It's, it, we, oh. we should make that mandatory. It would save people so much money. <laughs> or free. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, of us don't, free. you know, yeah. some of us I'm with you. and others can't. So, and I'm, uh, yes, the trades are great. Um, I've been a hairdresser for 42 years and it served me well. So yeah. Good for you and thank you for That's calling. I didn't go to college because I didn't have any money. So I just didn't go. Right. I made it two years. And I realized it was not helping me become what I wanted to be, which was to get into the business of broadcasting. And after two years, I realized this is not helping me where I want to go. Right. So, all right, we have Megan on the line. Megan. Hi. Hi, I just wanted to weigh in. Hi. First of all, I just wanted to speak to the caller before the break. You know, to her point, we do want our kids to stand up for themselves and start to recognize what's right and wrong. But my point would be, those kids probably don't feel like they can stand up to their parents. If their parents are willing to pay $500,000 to get them into a college, the pressure they're probably putting on their child to go to that college um, speaks a lot to their parenting, I imagine. Oh. And they're not setting them up for to be in a place where they feel safe or like they're able to push back on that, I imagine. And that's an Julia interest- made a good point. Like, you know, if your mom and dad say, go do this, you, you do it. That's what you right. do. And the pressure, you know, you don't know the consequences that they're feeling at home if they don't follow what their parents are telling them they need to do. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you. I I really, I agree with you. you. Yeah. Thank you for weighing in. We're talking about the college scandal. Felicity Huffman pleading guilty. Lori Laughlin hasn't. I know there's a reason out there. We don't know what it is yet because we're talking. We're not reading. Okay. Who do we have next? Lisa. Lisa. Lisa, Hi. You're on my tech 1071. Do you want to weigh in? Hi. Yes. Hi. So my big concern is really about the kids who have legitimate learning disabilities. And I can tell you, having two kids that have learning disabilities, those kids know what accommodations they have and what they've, what they've you know, earned in that special time. So, you know, I, I certainly don't want this to be harder on kids like mine that, um, that need that extra time, sure. for example, for tests. 
I've heard that um, from other people who, you know, who's who talked about their kids with learning disability. I I don't, you know, my hope that would be that that wouldn't be this. I think I don't know. You know, I have a hard time believing that these kids were not aware of it either, because the kids that do have accommodations like time and a half or a special room or so forth have had that for years, and and it's just part of the school culture and everybody knows who has it and who doesn't and what their diagnosis is and are and so forth. So can I ask a horrible question? Common. Yeah. I, I just, I, I ask this because I don't know what the answer is. So is it possible? And you're the mom, you're doing the best that you can and you've got kids with learning disabilities. At what point do we maybe just decide that all kids aren't supposed to be doing all the same stuff? And then, that gets really hard, I think, because you're trying to help your kid live up to their full potential. But are there times where maybe each kid doesn't have the same potential? Yes, absolutely, that's true. But what I can say is the kids with learning disabilities do have the same potential as the other I kids I would agree do. with you. I think what they need maybe is just a little bit more time yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, to work yeah, through sure. and learn and, and be able to show and demonstrate their knowledge. And it so would be... always demonstrate it the same way that other kids do. Yeah. And 20% of our population at least has uh, a learning disability. I'll give so you me... I hate to discount all those kids. Yeah. I, no, I, it's a good point. Yeah. Lisa, thank, yeah, thank you, you for Lisa. calling. I have learning disabilities. I know. And I know that's not a popular thought. I'm no. just... If we're going to kind of circle around on all sides. Yeah. I'm curious right, about that. we got that. about mm-hmm. one minute left. All right, left. Whitney, you have the last word on this. College. Oh, uh, wow. So, and, and you have a no, minute, so no go. Pressure. Oh, I just think about, you know, Lori Laughlin, and if she and her parents cared so much about their child's outcome, cared so much to spend so much money to do things that they knew was morally incorrect, yeah. I just wonder what the heck they were doing for the preceding 18 years of their child's life. Interesting. Yep. Good Good point. Where were the tutors? Where was the, where was the athletics? What were they doing? If they cared so much, why did they forget about all of it until it came down to the wire? And why did they care so much? The kid that was already making $2 million a year on a YouTube star. Because neither of them, the the dad got money from his uh, dad in Italy or where Massimo or whatever. Yeah, Massimo. And he, used it to start a clothing company which is very successful and the mom never went and she wanted her daughter to go 